big part of life is hustling and learning to hustle. What's up, what's up? We got people thinking they uh playing uh GTA right now, sliding across these lanes, boy. And uh I think I think it's the daylight savings time is really messing with a lot of us, you know, especially people who who used to go on to church and having that be the setup for their week as far as daylight savings. Um today is a uh, rough one because you know, of course your your clock changed, but your body your body clock is, is off a little bit, you know. So, yeah. Y'all can get a couple yawns out of me today. But I'm good, though. I'm actually well rested. I actually got some rest. Um, it's just my body clock is off. Off, sir. My daughter was quiet this morning. And I was wondering why she was asleep so late. But her body clock was just off. I didn't fuss at her, though. Because... Um, it's life. It's part, it's part of it. But anyway, here today, um, do another wonderful podcast on my drive-in, and um, I got some interesting, uh, I guess, things to to talk about. It may be multiple things. Um, but the first thing I wanted to talk about this hustle school, right? And because, because, like I say, life is a hustle, we talk about everything, right? It's not just business. This is life. So, you know, I talked about, you know, how, you know, we strive to do something in life consistently great, right? And when you see, when the masses get their hands on what you do consistently great, they set an expectation for your whole life. And anybody who don't understand what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Kirk Franklin today, man. Um, I think, you know, social media is a place that people go to 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 let loose. They, it's almost like the club, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it's people's. Uh, ooh, it's, it's raining and people are really getting goofy out here. So I'm gonna go ahead and get over because I don't want to have to be crazy. But um, I, I think it's people's, um, it, it lets people's endorphins do whatever they do. The chemicals within your body, you know, it is, excites you, it entertains you, all that good stuff. And we like to, you know, it's just like school, the, the, the rush that you got from being in a group versus being a standalone individual has, you know, created this thing where if somebody, if you, if you have an expectation of somebody, and they step outside of the expectation by their actions. We just try to, you know, put them in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Bury them right there. And it's not because of anything other than, you know, it's a group mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's the thing of the day. Somebody says it, then another person say, says it. And it gets your mind off of why you so messed up. And why you so imperfect. And you get to throw somebody else in the dirt. And it's cathartic because... You know, now you it's like the ram in the bush. Now you ain't got to throw yourself in the dirt. Now you ain't got to look at yourself. I heard about this Kirk Franklin incident um, through social media, the jokes and this and that. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I guess, you know, they showed the, the picture of Kirk Franklin implies all that stuff. And it was just like a phone call. 
okay, that's funny. And then I start hearing what happened, and I'm like, man, this is this is terrible. Like, one thing that I always talk about is like my struggle mentally on if I'm a good parent, if I'm doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think all of us in everything in life, when we get in our in our, in our alone moments, we question if we we going in the right direction. And we, we could be on top of the world. Everything could be going right, and we still question it because that's just, that's your conscience, right? That's the that's the, that's the the moral fabric of, of yourself um, basically doing an audit of, of the thing, of your actions. So you try to test and see, or not even test and see, just check and see if you're on the right path. And sometimes, you know, you may be so swell-headed, you'd be like, mm, yeah, I'm straight. Sometimes you your confidence may be so low, you're like, yeah, I'm doing everything wrong. And then sometimes you may actually be able to sift stuff out and and, and uh, logically think about, you know, um, what you're doing and what your goals are and, you know, the ups and downs of, of what's going on. And then make, make a little, make small adjustments and then move forward, you know. Um, but um, I think in, in, in that, in me feeling... Like, man, am I, am I a good parent? I know sometimes, sometimes stuff just got to be done. Like, I have, I have, you know, I'm about to have two daughters. I have a daughter. And I understand that she must understand the parameters of how to deal with other people in this world. How to deal with, like, a person she's in a relationship with, like her spouse. How to deal with her friends. How to deal with her family how to deal with um, people of authority within her life. And I always try to give her choices, but when I make a statement on what the boundaries are and she violates those boundaries, I'll give her a couple opportunities to fix it and then I have to fix it in the best way I can, period. And it's not me being mean or me, it's me raising her. That's what parents have to do. That's, that's one of the hardest jobs in the world to be a parent. Another hard job is to be a spouse. But parents, you raising somebody that don't know no better. Everything that you've been through, you have a roadmap for. They still building their roadmap. They ain't been through that much. So you try to make them understand as best as you can. Sometimes that's extremely, extremely extremely hard to do um, but you gotta do it and with Kirk Franklin my mindset is this and it, this is just this is just me this is me talking because um, I know how people are the only reason people are mad at Kirk Franklin is because he's just like them and in some way, they looked at him to be better than themselves. That's a personal problem. That's not a Kirk Franklin problem. In my mind. You know, in, in, the, in, the, in, this, in this world of hustle, we always look to those who we feel like are hustling better than us. And we say, that's who I look to. That's who I hold in high regard, high esteem, as perfection. And then we do this weird thing where 
because we can't meet that uh we can't meet that level that they at we say man he, he gotta be cheating something he ain't perfect and then when he shows he's not perfect you say see look see get him out of here bring him down to where I am misery loves company man bring him down here I understand the jokes just because that's social media. You know what I'm saying? Being part of a group is always, you know, it's an exciting thing for people. So the jokes, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a 24, 48-hour cycle where it's just jokes and you get to kind of let loose and just say whatever, right? And then it changes because you go to a different topic. But then there are some people who are just stuck and and fixated on specific people like politically and I, I don't I don't say the person's name just cause I you know in my level of respect just for for humankind if I really really don't am not a fan of a person I won't say their name because A it'll trigger feelings and it'll cause issues and B you know it's my perspective and I, I try to leave, you know, I, I try to provide my perspective without making it personal, right? Because it's it's just how I approach life. So, but this person, like, every time they do something, I have a day where I can decide, like, should I post about it or should I not? What they said is really silly. How they're leading is really, really silly. And I, it seems like they they have experiences, but but they want to lean on ego in order to lead. But I'm not fixated to break that person down. I don't want to see their family suffer. All that stuff. I don't care about their money being hurt. Like I, I'm not trying to, because I'm not fixated. Because I know we all people, and we all, like I said about children. We all don't didn't know no better. And we were raised by who we were raised by. And with education and whatnot, we come to our own conclusions. And sometimes we think our conclusions are the greatest conclusions in the world. So because of that, I try not to take a person and say, that person's just evil. I just say, man, they don't know no better and they don't want to know no better. Because they feel like they have the information that they need. You know what I'm saying? They, they've had enough confirmation in their life about themselves to be able to just, you know, this is who I am and this is who I'm not. Just like the Sharon Osbourne thing. I mean, people jumping out the window about Sharon Osbourne, but I, I think it's like, man, let's be real. Like, it's like the crack epidemic. It's just like the, the, the crack epidemic where they trying to lock up drug dealers and not trying to really deal with the issue of why people are using drugs. And that's the problem. Man, pray for that man. Pray for that man's son. I don't know his son. I ain't gonna sit up here and say, you know, I can have my personal emotion about it when I speak to my family. But I would never publicly say that something is wrong with that man's son, this, that, the other. They got issues. I don't know what he been through 
with his father. I don't know what Kirk Franklin and his son have been through. You know what I'm saying? But they got their own issues. And I, I think, I do think this, I think him doing that was that showed in a deeper sense the miscommunication that him and his father have. Because forget the money. Regardless of if you shame that person or not, that's still your daddy. And you walking in his path. So if your daddy look crazy, you look crazy. So you exposing him, which it seems like that happened because people going to have an opinion on one side or the other. You exposing him, expose yourself as well. And people start to pinpoint you and look at, look at all your flaws and ills. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we, we think we shine the light on somebody, but that light's so heavy, it kind, it kind of illuminates the whole thing. See what I'm saying? Light's so bright. It illuminates everything. And now people looking into you. So what you, what you try, your intent may have wanted him to like expose him so he could change his ways or whatever. It could be something as, as nice of an intent as that or something as rude of an intent as just trying to, you know, shortstop his grind. You know what I'm saying? Just really just mess up his situation in life to bring him down or whatever because you got real issues with him. Either way, it's affecting both of y'all. That's just how it go. But, um, yeah, man, like, I think just in general, I think it's people. In order for us to, to, to get somewhere different than where we are, and, I mean, if you're living fine, you're living fine. Like, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my life. Overall, I'm happy with my life just because, um, or let me say at peace. Because happiness is an emotion that's, that's very volatile. But peace is, um, peace is more stable. So I'm, I'm at peace with my life. You know, there are certain things that I've explored that I've determined I like. And certain things I explored I determined I didn't. So I'm cool. But I, I really do think, you know, we try to take, um, we try to make stuff like the poster board. The example of like the Kirk Franklin thing, why people are jumping on it is because it's somebody in their family that is super religious, right? And the person in their family that's super religious condemns other people and looks down on other people based on their religion. And because of that trauma, anybody that we see who praises God and thanks God. You know, if we have that type of trauma where we have religious people treat us dirtier than, you know, people who are, are not um, in any type of religion, we look at it and say all of them is frauds. And that's that's what's happening. And that's what we do. We take one thing, we make it a stat. We love making statues. Then we love tearing statues down. If we wouldn't have never made Kirk Franklin Jesus's um, right-hand man, God's right-hand man, we wouldn't have this problem. 
Okay, he stepped out of line. He wilded out on his son. I'm going to pray for his family. Because they clearly going through some stuff. This is an example of why he talk about God and Jesus all the time. Because he need them. He need them right now. But instead, it's like, oh my God. You see, that's, that's what people in the church do. People in the church. They be, they, they be all smiling, facade, you know, talking about God. And then behind closed doors, they got, they got this, they got that going on. Of course, they human. We all human. But what's worse? Somebody trying or somebody just not and just being like, man, I'm dirty, I'm nasty, I'm whatever. So I'm going to do whatever. A reprobate mind, right? What's worse? What's worse? You understand that? Like life is... It ain't that deep, shouty. You know what I'm saying? Like life is really... A simple thing that we make complicated. And when we make it complicated, we, we put certain expectations on people that probably um, they're going to affect us in the end. And we feel like it's it's like a grading system for that person. But it's going to affect us because we weren't using all the time and energy, you know, trying to. This episode is brought to you by Pied Out Cookies. Take amazing flavors like pecan pie, peach cobbler, strawberry shortcake, and pineapple upside down and pack them into a delectable cookie. You can order at piedout.com. That's P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Once again, P-I-E-D-O-U-T.com. Enjoy. Sorry about that quick break. Um, you know, like I said, this is a podcast that is, um, we not in the studio. So, you know, I may, I may get a phone call or two for people who don't remember or don't know that we do the pod in the daytime on the way to work. But anyway, um, to, to sum the whole Kirk Franklin thing up, man, we try to treat people like something greater than ourselves and then we get mad at that person um, when we can't um, we can't be in that position and then we and not, not everybody but some of us and then we hope for their downfall in a nutshell it's, the, it's, 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 it's crazy but that's, that's kind of how that's kind of how the world goes sometimes. And that's how I look at the Kirk Franklin thing. So I would suggest for people to take time to, um, to look at themselves in the mirror to get a better understanding of, you know, how this, how this journey in life is. You know, how, how this thing goes. To understand that none of us are perfect, and all of us go through little, little stuff where you know we have dust ups. And if you still feel like, you know, you know people are just super out of line, and you don't want to deal with them, that's a personal decision. But uh, it's definitely something called a mob mentality, and sometimes it's more exciting to do something based on what a group is doing, based on how you really feel. 
So that's all I, I got to say about that one. Another thing, man, that, that I realized, like, you know, and, and this, this is a more of a, it's a business topic, but it's a communication topic. Sometimes you got to agree to disagree with people. Um, my wife and I, we were going to do a pod on this one, right? We used to have a pod called Chats and Spats because, you know, our opinions sometimes are so different that um, sometimes it can be a beautiful thing. And then sometimes it's just like, whoa, we got to take a step back and uh, understand each other before we can uh, have this conversation or whatever. And that, that happened last night. We were doing the pod and, you know, um, it just it wasn't working because we have two different we still have two different perspectives on um, entrepreneurship and ownership. And I'm okay with having two different perspectives, but I think a miscommunication comes when when we have discussions about it sometimes. And I'm, I'm fine with, with her position. Her position is, you know, pay off all your debt, save all your money from working, and then you're going to be okay. And my perspective is I'm down with that, and I'm cool with that, and I'm on board with that. That's, that's why we're in the program that we're in right now as far as how we operate our lives. But there's something else to life, too. Because I, I just feel like the, the external force of uh, of debt and all that good stuff like is is literally like you having to um you having to uphold something that someone is giving you versus you you know focusing on yourself like and I don't I don't want certain things to be the focal point my whole life like it's like you go from being to work on time so you can pay so you can acquire these things sometimes through credit um in in various fashions and then you spend your time being to work on time and you know paying off stuff being to work on time, paying off stuff. Being to work on time, paying off stuff. And I, I just, that's not where I want my life to be in totality. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and we were trying to have a conversation about how she felt when I stopped working and, you know, just the progression of business when I, when I first started saying that I wanted to, you know, do this whole thing. And then when I, as far as like being an entrepreneur, you know, on a, on a, on a, you know, nighttime basis. And I, I think at times, like, and this this is just being being clear. This ain't me talking about her. I love her to death. But I think at times, you know, when you're excited about something, something looks a certain way. And then when you're not, it looks a different way. And you know, the messaging that I got, and this is this is where miscommunication comes in too. The messaging that I got was that she was excited about building this. But I think also her perspective was that I was going to be able to build this conglomerate while working. Um, and that's just not how it go with me. Like, because we have, you know, a family. I'm a family person, right? And I, I know, you know, 
we all have our own walks and how we approach things. But I, I don't ever want to lose a balance of my family just based on my ambition. I'm not that ambitious to where I just forget everything. So I'm a family person. And then I have responsibilities with regard to, like I said, paying bills, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then I have business stuff as well. Ambitious stuff, if you will. I have those different tiers of stuff. So in having those different tiers of stuff, it's a lot on my plate. And if you live in a balanced life, you're not going to be able to put no full focus on something and make it really blow up and just get real big. It just is what it is. But over time, you can grow it. And then if, if you know, if it have a little pop to it, you know, that elevates you to a level where you can just fully transition, then that's that. And that's really my perspective. You know, and I, I know, you know, sometimes she does feel like, you know, I, I have a little bit of a Superman complex because we were talking about that last night. She was like, no, I mean, you you can do because we were basically having a conversation of why I stopped working. It was like, you know, she got laid off and, you know, our income depended on her as it depended on me. Right. More so her. Just because, like I said, she's a star. She's a star player. And I didn't want to be in that position as a husband. So I said, if if my job won't won't maintain and then, you know. Another thing that happened, I went into my my job and, you know, I'm trying to get position myself and like, okay, I need this and this. And there's I realize that that it's their money. It's it's, there's a limit to what they're going to do. So those things coupled together, just feeling helpless as far as being a husband and maybe having to sell the house and do different stuff just to maintain. I said, man, I can't I can't allow things to just continue happening like this. Right. I got to do something. So then, you know, I had the, the catering business. So I said, well, well, let me boss up with that. And then, you know, then we start talking about products. Like we need products because products can be in stores and that, that's an asset. So then it can sell itself at some point. And then when she was able to get gain employment, I was like, well, you know, she could get laid off again at some point. And I don't ever want to be in that vulnerable position again. So let me jump out, hop out and build this because I, I do have work experience. I got a degree. I, I actually have a resume. So if it doesn't work, I can go back to work just like I am now. Um, and I, I think she saw it as she believes in me so much. She like, yeah, you can you you can you can go. Because I, when I was saying I didn't feel like I could make her amount. She like, you can you go, you work, you get a promotion and my my statement wasn't, I can't do that. My statement was somebody is, has to give me a promotion and time is a crazy thing because I could be working to do that. And then you get laid off again. And then we just in this position and then stresses on both of us stresses. I mean, when she was laid off, she was trying to be a pizza delivery person and stuff like that. Stuff that I'm not going to let my wife do. Cause that's a safety issue to me. I don't want to do that. So if we got to unload some stuff, we got to unload some stuff. But I didn't want to be in that vulnerable position again. Another thing, I didn't want my child like to, I felt at the time that we weren't spending enough time with her. Now I realize that kids like to be around kids. 
And, you know, you had a weekend, you can spend time there. But kids like to be around kids. So even when we at home, we'd be working on business and she just there. And now she cutting up because she really want to turn up and we not kids. So, you know, there were multiple reasons why I stopped working and wanted to put everything into the business. And last night I, I recognized that it's OK for her to have the feeling like. Well, you could have done it a different way. That's her perspective. That's how she feels about it. And I wholeheartedly understand why she would feel that way. I do. 190 million thousand hundred percent. I understand. Like, she like, you could have did it a different way. Because that made her uneasy and uncomfortable. And I'm the type of person, I live in the uneasy, uncomfortable space. That's, that's where my head is. That's where my body is. I'm always uneasy and uncomfortable in some way, shape, or form. Anytime I get to the pinnacle, I used to play basketball, pick up, and if I'm playing with somebody that's not good enough or not as good as me, instead of just powering them to the basket and winning every time, I'm just going to start shooting threes. I'm going to work on my threes, see if I can just beat them with shooting threes. That's, you know, that's just how I am. I live in uncomfortable. And I understand she like, we up, we ahead. Let's just win the game. And I'm like, now let's take it to another level. So the lesson in that is like, man, sometimes you just got to, somebody's going to give you feedback. You got to accept what they're saying, analyze what they're saying, but be okay with not having that perspective because I, I'll never be like that. I'll never be like, oh yeah, you can do everything. No, you can do everything a little bit. And sometimes we, you know, this whole multitasking word, we really think that we function on a high level that multitasking and we don't. Because it's only 100%. In anything you do, you can only give 100%. That's it. So that whole multitasking thing is not a real thing. We feel like it is because we feel like we give an extra energy to something. But there's also what you call opportunity cost in accounting, where essentially you could have you're, you're expending energy over here. So it's like you can't even see what's going on, what, what could be over on this side because you've already spent your energy in all different facets. And I just think, you know, as people, we have these dreams and visions and sometimes our dreams and visions could be impractical. And I, like I said, dream, 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 and then plan, 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 and then execute, execute, execute. And execution is doing it. That don't mean getting an A on everything. Turn it in. We turn it in, then, then we get our data, and then we fine-tune stuff. And I do that all the time. So I fully knew there's no way I could I could I can run a catering business and have not a real catering business. I mean, I don't want to just cook food for people. If it's gonna be an enterprise, it's gonna be an enterprise. So there's no way I can have a real catering business and work. So that's why I no longer have a catering business. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's, it's to show myself what I can do and also the people around me. So it won't be any questions like, man, you should stay with that. No, I did that. And you saw. So no, we ain't got to talk about it no more. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate her perspective because really what she did was help us not have debt. Just her level of focus on that. And it also provided us with a good amount of income regardless of how much I make a good amount of income 
just by her hard work and the way she approaches life. And then my the way I approach life helps us on the back end because now we have assets and we're going to build those assets. And then the next time something happens to where jobs aren't the option, we got businesses. I'll stop it right there because that's a bar. But yeah, I'll talk to y'all soon, man. I appreciate y'all as always. For sure, for sure. Talk to y'all soon. This episode is brought to you by the 58th Flavor Seasoning. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th Flavor. Order now at 57flavors.com. That's 57flavors.com. The 58th Flavor. You haven't tasted flavor until you've tasted the 58th Flavor.